Hello folks and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 129 and we're going to start off with 1 Samuel chapters 13 through 14. Saul was something years old when he began to reign and he reigned something and two years over Israel. Saul chose 3,000 men of Israel, 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash and the hill country of Bethel, and 1,000 were with Jonathan in Gibeah of Benjamin. The rest of the people he sent home, every man to his tent. Jonathan defeated the garrison of the Philistines, which was at Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. And Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard it, and said that Saul had defeated the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel had become odious to the Philistines. And the people were called out to join Saul at Gilgal. And the Philistines mustered to fight with Israel, thirty thousand chariots and six thousand horsemen, and troops like the sand on the seashore in multitude. They came up and encamped at Michmash, on the east of beth -Avil. When the men of Israel saw that they were in straits, for the people were hard-pressed, the people hid themselves in caves and in holes and in rocks and in tombs and in cisterns, or crossed the fords of the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul was still at Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. He waited seven days, the time appointed by Samuel, but Samuel did not come to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. So Saul said, Bring the burnt offering here to me and the peace offerings, and he offered the burnt offering. As soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him and salute him. Samuel said, What have you done? And Saul said, When I saw that the people were scattering for me, and you did not come within the days appointed, and the Philistines had mustered at Michmash, I said, Now the Philistines will come down upon me at Gilgal, and I have not entreated the favor of the Lord. So I forced myself, and offered the burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord which would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him to be prince over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. And Samuel rose and went up from Gilgal to Gebeah of Benjamin. And Saul numbered the people who were present with him, about six hundred men. And Saul and Jonathan his son and the people who were present with them stayed in Geba of Benjamin, but the Philistines encamped at Mich in Michmash. And the raiders came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned toward Ophrah to the land of Shual, another company turned toward Beth Horon, and another company turned toward the border that looks down upon the valley of Zeboim toward the wilderness. Now there was no smith to be found throughout all the land of Israel, for the Philistines said, Lest the Hebrews make themselves swords or spears. But every one of the Israelites went down to Philistines to sharpen his plowshare, his mattock, his axe, or his sickle. And the charge was a pim for the plowshares and for the mattock, and a third for of a shekel for sharpening the axes and for setting the goads. So on the day of the battle there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people with Saul and Jonathan. But Saul and Jonathan his son had them, and the garrison of Philistines went out to the pass of Michmash. One day, Jonathan, the son of Saul, said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the Philistine garrison on yonder side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was staying on the outskirts of Gibeah under the pomegranate tree, which is at Migron. The people who were with him were about six hundred men, and Ahijah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, son of Phinehas, son of Eli, the priest of the Lord in Shiloh, wearing an ephod. And the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. In the pass by which Jonathan sought to go over to the Philistine garrison, there was a rocky crag on one side and a rocky crag on the other side. The name of the one was Bozes, the name of the other Sena. 
and one cr- the one crag rose on the north in front of Michmash, and the other on the south in front of Geba. And Jonathan said to the young man who bore his armor, Come, let us go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for nothing can hinder the Lord from saving by many or by few. And his armor-bearer said to him, Do all that your mind inclines to. Behold, I am with you, as is your mind, so is my mind. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will cross over to the men, and we will show ourselves to them. If they say to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place, and we will not go up to them. But if they say, Come up to us, then we will go up, for the Lord has given them into our hand, and this shall be the sign to us. So both of them showed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines, and the Philistines said, Look, Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hid themselves. And the men of the garrison hailed Jonathan and his armor-bearer, and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said to his armor-bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Then Jonathan climbed up on his hand, up on his hands and feet, and his armor-bearer after him, and they fell before Jonathan, and his armor-bearer killed them after him. And that first slaughter, with Jonathan and his armor-bearer made, was about twenty men within, as it were, half a furlough's length in an acre of land. And there was panic in the camp, in the field, and among all the people. The garrison and even the raiders trembled. The earth quaked, and it became a very great panic. And the watchmen of Saul and Gebeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude was surging hither and thither. Then Saul said to the people who were with him, Number and see who has gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. And Saul said to Ahijah, Bring hither the ark of God. For the ark of God went at that time with the people of Israel. And while Saul was talking to the priest, the tumult in the camp of the Philistines increased more and more, and Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all the people who were with him rallied and went into the battle, and behold, every man's sword was against his fellow, and there was great confusion. Now the Hebrews who had been with the Philistines before that time, and who had gone up with him into the camp, even they also turned out to be with these rites, who were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, when all the men of Israel who had hid themselves in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were fleeing, they too followed hard after them in the battle. So the Lord delivered Israel that day, and the battle passed beyond Bethaven. And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul laid an oath on the people, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food until it is evening, and I am avenged on my enemies. So none of the people tasted food. And all the people came into the forest, and there was honey on the ground. And when the people entered the forest, behold, the honey was was dropping. But no man put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard his father charge the people with oaths. So he put forth the tip of the staff what was in his hand, and dipped it in the honeycomb, and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes became bright. Then one of the people said, Your father strictly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man who eats this of food this day. And the people were faint. Then Jonathan said, My father has troubled the land. See how my eyes have become bright, because I tasted a little of this honey. How much better if the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies which they found, for now the slaughter among the Philistines has not been great. They struck down the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon, and the people were very faint. The people flew upon the spoil and took sheep and oxen and calves and slew them on the ground, and the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, Behold, the people are sinning against the Lord by eating with the blood. And he said, You have dealt treacherously. Roll a great stone to me here. And Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people and say to them, Let every man bring his ox or his sheep and slay them here and eat. Do not sin against the Lord by eating with the blood. So every one of the people brought his ox with him that night and slew them there. And Saul built an altar to the Lord. It was the first altar that he built to the Lord. Then Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night, and despoil them until the morning light. Let us not leave a man of them 
a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. But the priest said, Let us, let us draw near hither to God. And Saul inquired of God, Shall I shall I go down after the Philistines? Wilt thou give them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him that day. And Saul said, Come hither, all you leaders of the people, and know and see how this sin has arisen today. For as the Lord lives who saves Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people that answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You shall be on one side, and I and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. And the people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said, O Lord God of Israel, why hast thou not answered thy servant this day? If this guilt is in me or in Jonathan my son, O Lord God of Israel, give Urim. But if this guilt is in thy people, Israel, give Thummim. And Jonathan and Saul were taken, but the people escaped. Then Saul said, Cast a lot between me and my son Jonathan. And Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what you have done. And Jonathan told him, I tasted a little honey with the tip of the staff that was in my hand. Here I am, I will die. And Saul said, God do so to me, and more also, you shall surely die, Jonathan. Then the people said to Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who has wrought this great victory in Israel? Far from it. As the Lord lives, they shall not one hair of his head fall to the ground, for he is wrought with God this day. So the people ransomed Jonathan, that he did not die. Then Saul went up from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. When Saul had taken the kingship over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, against the Ammonites, against Edom, against the kings of Zobah, and against the Philistines. Wherever he turned, he put them to the worst. And he did valiantly and smote the Amalekites, and delivered Israel out of the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishvi, and Malkishua, and the names of his two daughters were these. The name of the firstborn was Merib, and the name of the younger, Michal. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaz. And the name of the commander of his army was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. There was hard fighting against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he attached him to himself. We now move on to Psalm 128. Blessed is he who fears the Lord, who walks in his ways. You shall eat the fruit of the labor of your hands. You shall be happy, and it shall be well with you. Your wife will be like a fruitful vine within your house. Your children will be like olive shoots around your table. Lo, thus shall the man be blessed who fears the Lord. The Lord bless you from Zion. May you see the prosperity of Jerusalem all the days of your life. May you see your children's children. Peace be upon Israel. Our final reading for today is Luke chapter 19, verses 1 to 27. He entered Jericho and was passing through. There was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and rich, and he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not on account of the crowd, because he was small of stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all murmured, he has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded any one of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. As they heard these things, he proceeded to tell a parable, because he was near to Jerusalem, and because they supposed that the kingdom of God was to appear immediately. He said, therefore, a nobleman went into the far country to receive a kingly power and then return. 
Calling ten of his servants, he gave them ten pounds and said to them, Trade with these till I come. But his citizens hated him and sent an embassy after him, saying, We do not want this man to reign over us. When he returned, having received the kingly power, he commanded these servants to whom he had given the money to be called to him, that he might know what they had gained by trading. The first came before him, saying, Lord, your pound has made ten pounds more. And he said to him, Well done, good servant, because you have been faithful in very little, you shall have authority over ten cities. And the second came, saying, Lord, your pound has made five pounds. And he said to him, And you are to be over five cities. Then another came, saying, Lord, here's your pound, which I kept laid away in a napkin. For I was afraid of you, because you are a severe man. You take up what you do not lay down, and reap what you did not sow. And he said to him, I will condemn you out of your own mouth, you wicked servant. You knew that I was a severe man, taking up what I did not lay down, and reaping what I did not sow. Why then did you not put my money into the bank, and at my coming I should have collected it with interest? And he said to those who stood by, Take the pound from him, and give it to him who has the ten pounds. And they said to him, Lord, he has ten pounds. I tell you that to every one who has, more will, be, will more be given. But from him who has not, even what he has will be taken away. But as for these enemies of mine, who did not want me to reign over them, bring them here and slay them before me. Well, that's everything for today, and I hope you're doing well. I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.